Welcome to the Business Animal Podcast. Saddle up for a gallop to the top of the animal industry, where you'll learn how to tame your wild business beast with tips, techniques, and tools that will take overwhelm to obedience school and have you wagging your tail with joy. And now your hosts, Kim Beer and Kara Taylor Swift. Hey there, business animals. It's Kim with Be More Business. And Kara with Fast Horse Photography. Hi, Kim. How are you today? I hear you're getting snow. We did. We got snow. And it's it's a white wonderland out there dotted with horses with different colored blankets on. It kind of looks like Christmas in my field. So it's sort of fun. Aw, that sounds nice. We're over here post-hurricane wearing t-shirts and shorts and flip-flops and you're getting snow. I just can't. Like two different worlds. So crazy. It is two different worlds. And what is so funny about it is that this snow was fun. Last night I was cooking dinner and Nick came in the door and he's like, it's snowing outside. And he had a big smile on his face. And we both went out the door and took snowballs and gave them to the cats, which this is their first snow. We have two kittens. It's their first snow. So they were playing with the snowballs in the hallway and fun with the fact it was wet and icy and we're just enjoying ourselves. And the dog was all happy. And And I'm thinking to myself, in a couple of months when it snows will be, the news will look a whole lot different from uh, when Nick (laughs) comes in and tells you it's snowing again. So it'll be a whole different reaction to the snow. But for this snow, it was very light. It's pretty. It's already melting off. Yeah, it's just the first one of the year. So it gives those like cheerful Christmassy vibes. I love it. Wintery vibes. Yep. Cheerful wintry vibes and not too uncomfortable and nobody is particularly teed off at it yet. But that will all come. Yeah, it's funny in Missouri at like this time of year and when it's 35 degrees, it's like we're all freezing to death, right? I'm like super layered up. I got two layers on. And in another couple of months, too, when it's 35, I'll be wearing a T-shirt running around outside going, God, it's warm today. How beautiful is it? I know for Kara, that's a terrifying thought. Here's the thing about Kara, y'all. She has a jacket with a heater in it. Yeah, I don't do well in cold. My blood is thin from all the years I've spent in Florida. When I go out west now and we have sunrise shoots and it's, I don't want to say I'm dying, but I'm very miserable. So I have to... Work really hard to be warm. I typically have like the hand warmers in my pockets and foot warmers in my boots. And now I have a heated jacket to go with it. So I'm going to be nice and toasty. I'm ready. Bring it on. I love the heated jacket. I love the heated jacket. So let's get on to our topic today because I'm sure everybody really wants to hear us talk a little further about snow and heated jackets. So this is kind of funny that we went down this little path because our topic Mm -hmm. for today is how to stay focused on your path as an entrepreneur. So the fact that we got a little bit off our path this morning is uh, is perfectly apropos for this episode. So we know as a business owner, there are many distractions that can lead you off your path in business. And today we want to talk about how you can avoid those squirrels and shiny objects or at least choose the right ones for yourself and for your business. So you, you're at least chasing the right squirrel or the right shiny object in both your business and your life and help you reach your goals with that. So Kara, why don't you run down the big three and then let's start breaking this down for everybody on how they can be a little bit less like a border collie with a ball. 
I sure can. So to start us off today, we're going to talk about being aware of the business FOMO. But we're going to jump in with that one, FOMO, fear of missing out for any of you who don't have never heard that term before. Fear of missing out. Number two, don't fall into the comparison trap. And super easy to do that. And then number three, analyze that distraction. So let's jump right into the FOMO. For me, this one is, it's like we're coming into the season. Like we just finished recording an episode around the holiday and marketing and Now we're probably rolling into that time of year when everybody's going to start throwing deals out there, right? Buy this course and it'll change your life. Do this one simple thing and make six figures. If you're a photographer, it's like get these presets and one-click editing. There's all these things out there that are going to be starting to be thrown at us. And it's really easy to get distracted by the squirrels, get distracted by the shiny objects, it's really easy to get out there chasing those butterflies. So I think this is a really timely episode, Kim. I do too. And you're right. There's so much out there right now and it'll get worse and worse because it's going to be a flood until that Mm -hmm. Christmas time starts to get. And and then the first of the year for entrepreneurs, I think the first of the year is horribly distracting time because a lot of people are like all fired up about changing their businesses. And those of us who help people change their business definitely know that's a time we're going to put our stuff out there. But when you look online, too, to me, this is me looking online and seeing like what my competitors are up to. This is where I get really stressed out about this as I look at other business coaches that are launching their brand new program. And I think, oh, my gosh, I need to launch my brand new program. Or I see other people offering specials or having a certain elevated marketing that I'm like, oh, I need to do that. I need to be better. I need to have, you know, the latest in automation for my scheduling process or whatever it happens to be. And the truth is, and I think that we've even done an episode on this in solving problems you don't have. That's a common thing. And that I think was back in season one or something. But it's so common for people to look at things this time of year with all of those solutions being thrown out there at them. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I should solve a problem I don't even have like that fancy scheduling system. You may have 10 clients Mm -hmm. and you only need that when you get to 10,000. So putting it into place just ends up being a terrible time suck. And so, yeah, it's just craziness. Do you fall a victim to any of those things, Kara? Yeah, this time of year, it's like a constant battle. Like I have to just, just put the credit card away. Like it's a constant battle to not feel like you're supposed to be doing something else. Like the diversions are everywhere. For me, FOMO comes from places like social media. Like I'm seeing things pop up on social media all the time and it's either something that I feel like I have to have or something that someone else is doing that I wish, oh, maybe I need to be doing that in my business or a trip or something that someone's taking. Oh, I want to go on that trip or promotions, which you mentioned already, promotions that they're running. It could be other businesses bragging. I'm saying bragging, but talking about how their calendar's full and how they're super busy, whereas my calendar and my schedule looks different than that. It could be things like 
newsletters that are being sent out by colleagues and you're on the mailing list and talking about something awesome that they just accomplished, an award that they won, some big experience they have coming up, or like you said, something new that they're getting ready to offer. These advertisements that come out can be really kind of triggering and you feel like you're on your path and then all of a sudden, ah, I see this. Why aren't I doing that? Or maybe I should be doing that. They're everywhere. Everywhere. Every time I open an email on a mailing list I'm on, I'm potentially triggered by that. So it's everywhere. It is. (laughs) But I think the key thing to remember here is let's put in place some things that can help us when that FOMO starts coming up. And I think one of the biggest things that is important to do here is remind yourself that you really are exactly where you need to be in your business. Right this moment, that is where you need to be. Now, we all have visions of where we want to go in the future, and maybe the path between where you are now and the eventual business that you want to have is a little bit on the dim side, and it looks like these little magical things are going to make Mm -hmm. that happen. The truth is, is that we need to step back a moment and ask ourselves, are we really ready to take that step? Is our business at the point that we need to do that. So one of the things, I am a big pusher for progress. I do like to make progress and I have big dreams and I want to play full on for that. But sometimes even I need to step back from something and take a look at it and say, okay, is this going to serve me where my business is right now? Or do I need to table it for something later on. So all those beautiful temptations and shiny objects that are out there showing up on your newsfeed, each one of them, you need to pick it up and look at it and then say, is this for me right now? Or is this something I'd like to explore later on? Because here's the thing. I will tell you in marketing, when you come to me and say, how do I write an advertisement that works? One of the methods that we use is called urgency. And this time of year, the way that we consume things in our culture with Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Giving Tuesday, Cyber Monday, and Christmas all coming up, we've like trained ourselves into the anxiety of we have to buy a lot of stuff this time of year. And a lot of Mm -hmm. businesses hold specials this time of year that feel like they're never going to come around again. And I think as a business owner, what we do is we get wrapped up in, oh my gosh, this is not going to be there after the first of the year. And really, I don't want to use this until April or May when my season kicks off and I really start into whatever it is I'm doing seasonally, but I can get a really good deal on Black Friday for this. Please, please run the numbers, do the math, take a little grain of salt with that And sit back and say, really and truthfully, if I don't use this, whatever it is, until April, or I'm too busy with the holidays to execute on the course that I think I need to take to make that six figures next year, you know, if you can't do it or it's not going to pan out for you, it would be better for you to concentrate on meeting your business exactly where it's at, you exactly where you are, and investing in something that will get you one step closer and really be much less stressful for you. Does that make a sense to kind of slow down and look at it? 
Absolutely. I think one lesson that I've learned is that, you know, some of these things that that pop up and come out that look shiny and you think that you have to have, like, create a podcast and never work another day. (laughs) We know that's not true. We know that you don't create a podcast (laughs) and then magically everything falls into place. Or, Or I gave the example earlier, you know, buy this one thing and it'll change your business. And the truth is, is that you can click the credit card button and put that information in and you can purchase it for your business, but it doesn't do anything. What happens then is the real commitment and the real work has to start. And in order for you to really have success from that thing, it has to fit in your goals. It has to fit in your timeline because if it doesn't, then the commitment that it is required to make it work isn't there. A great example is last year, I wanted to move my art site on my website over to another platform. It was a big investment to do that. And they were offering a big deal for me to come in. And they do offer a lot of support, but you have to work their program. So you have to have the time and the dedication to sit down and really do the marketing that they recommend and the promotions that they recommend and really follow the plan. I jumped into it because I knew I needed the site, but I didn't have the time to commit to the program. So that program for me, if that was the sole focus of my business, perhaps would be in a totally different place. But that was only one segment of my business. So I was only giving it, you know, I don't want to say a half-assed effort level, but I was giving it what I could give it, which isn't enough. So to this day, I'm still paying for that program. (laughs) It's not making its money right now. Yeah. So that's a great example about how you think you need it. You know that at some point you want to get there, but at this time you may or may not be ready. And you really, like Kim said, you have to pick it up and look at it, analyze it, look at what your goals are and really work yourself through that before you make that big decision. The truth is, I think that from a perspective of as a business owner, that special will come back around. Or you know what? The amount of money that you're going to spend or waste, if you want to put it in that instance, in getting from where you are to where you need to be to execute on that is probably far more than what the savings is. So please don't get so wrapped Mm -hmm. up in that, that recognize the marketing for what it is and know that it really works in your own business too. But urgency is is a way to sell things. That's one of the top tactics that we use in marketing mm-hmm. to get people to go ahead and buy. So recognize it as a tactic. And if it works for you and it's exactly where you need to go and you're you're feeling good about it, wow, grab it and go. That's what the marketing tactic should do. What it should not do is to get somebody who's not ready to execute on something. So I think that that's super important. Yeah. And I do think right now is a good time in this conversation to maybe move into the second point here, which covers like when you see other businesses doing things and you see your competition doing something and and then you're all of the sudden like, okay, I need to step my game up a little bit. And then that also really makes these like the number one stuff of those those offers that show up this yeah. time of year, well, all times of year, that makes them even more tempting because you're like, oh, this competitor over here is like doing all of this stuff. And now I need to be doing those things. And in order to do that, I need A, B, C, D, E. And guess what? They're on special. So I'm going to buy it. 
Absolutely. So one of the first things about like, don't fall into the comparison trap, which is our number two, I think you have to stop getting to that place where you're self-shaming. I can see something and go through this loop where it's like a continuous mm-hmm. loop. I feel like I'm doing good. I'm feeling like I'm doing good. I see something then I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not doing enough. Oh, I'm failing. I should be doing more. And then the loop starts over again and I get myself together and I get rolling. But it's not just I'm failing, I need to do more. When I start thinking that way, I start heading down the wrong path. I start doing things that don't fit with my end game goals. So that loop then just happens over and over and over again. And I'm sure you have something you want to say to that, but there are some triggers that I'm happy to jump into that I see. You share your triggers and then I'm going to talk about how we can stop some of this. Okay, awesome. Some of my triggers are social media. I will see things on social media, other people that are in the industry like mine. And the truth is, is they probably have totally different end goals. They probably have totally different numbers when you run their numbers. They do something different in their business, but it sets me off. So one of the things that I like to do is I will routinely unfollow or mute any accounts that trigger unhealthy or unhappy or just kind of get me in that loop, any of those feelings. I will unfollow or mute those accounts. It doesn't mean I have to do it forever, but I do unfollow and mute all the time. If it doesn't make me happy, I try to get rid of it. Simple as that. The other time that I think that this pops up for me and I think for other business owners is when you're at a place in your business where it doesn't feel new and shiny or the project you're working on gets kind of boring or you're in kind of repetition, you start to focus on what others are doing instead of what you should be doing. So that's another place that you start looking for the shiny objects and going squirrel when you see things happening around you. I also think this can show up this time of year. We're going to be seeing our family and friends a lot. They always have a lot of advice and helpful, I'm putting it in quotation marks, suggestions about (laughs) how we can run our businesses better, things that we can do to be more successful, things we should offer, products we should create promotions we should run. They have a lot of suggestions. And the truth is, is they are probably the least educated person to to guide us in our business. So the big thing that I would just say here is pull yourself back to your goals. Where do you hope to be in a year? What were the goals you set for yourself this year? If they're still the right path for you, then that's where you need to keep heading. Know your numbers, Know your cost of doing business, your cost of goods, because that also directs you. And just let that guide you. And then the last little piece that I'll add before Kim jumps in is think about your ideal clients and the desires and needs of your clients, because your clients might be different than competition. So if you pull yourself back to that again, you're going to come back to your goals. You're going to create and design based on your clients' needs. And hopefully that helps keep you in line with your goals and less likely to stray towards those shiny objects. Absolutely. Everything you said is so important to understanding kind of the things that get us in this particular vein of this is the comparing Mm -hmm. ourselves to other people. So competitive analysis is a very useful tool in business, but it's never meant Mm -hmm. for you to compare yourself on one level and 
at that business that you're doing, your competitive analysis is at a different level. We all have to understand, like if you have a new business and you're comparing yourself to a business that's been established for 15 years, you should analyze that business and see where they're being successful, see where you're different, and then move in directions with your business that complement who you are, your brand, your uniqueness. But you can also look at their tactics and borrow the ones that you see that are working. So competitive analysis is very different than comparison. So I want to make that super clear up front. And competitive analysis is a good thing. Comparison is not. Because when we start comparing ourselves to other people, we always look for where we fall short, right? So the first thing I'm going to encourage you to do is if you find yourself looking at another business and saying, I just don't add up in this industry. My business is never going to be that successful. Or I feel like I'm totally lost over here. Or you feel shameful that you're not further along in business than you feel like you are. So you feel like you're not making the progress you want to make. Stop for a minute and first of all, maybe get some help with that. Because typically what you're going to find, there's either a troll on your shoulder that is spewing Mm -hmm. bad things in your ear. And it's so subconscious, you may not even recognize it. That comparison to somebody else's business may be coming from a deeply rooted place. And there's a troll that needs to get executed so that you can get that out of your ear and out of your subconsciousness. Maybe there's a limiting belief. We just recorded an episode on limiting beliefs not that long ago. There's a limiting belief that might be under that. It's like you're comparing yourself to other people in the industry and you're going, I'm never going to be that successful or I won't ever have that many clients. And there's usually a reason based somewhere back in that background for that. So we want to take a look at that and explore it because all of these things, when you feel triggered or you find yourself reacting to something, there is usually, like 99.99% of the time, there is usually something underneath that and it's being brought up to your attention so that you can deal with it and remove it from your energy field so you don't have to spend your energy on that any longer. One of the ways that I would tell you to stop comparing yourself, especially in the self-shaming area that you were talking about, Kara, where you look at Mm -hmm. somebody else's business and you're going, oh, I really should do that. I just don't work enough on my business. I just am not a good business owner. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. Or I don't know how to do this. Or I can't market. Like all of that negative self-talk that comes into your head and you're kind of beating yourself up over it. I'm going to tell you, entrepreneurship, after 30 years of being an entrepreneur, it is decidedly a journey and it definitely changes your life. But I can guarantee you, you've probably made far more progress than you think you have. And this time of year, a lot of the people in my little world of gestalt coaches, they go through an exercise with their clients called looking back and looking forward. And Mm -hmm. looking back is sitting down with a piece of paper and a very executed exercise that asks you to look back at what have you done this year? What have you accomplished? And we get to this point in the year, which for us, we're recording this on November the 15th. We get to November 
And we only remember what we did the last couple of months, which may not seem like a whole lot. But if we go back and we look at what we accomplished in January, February, March, April, May, June, if we kind of go back and look at those, we see we've made a lot of progress towards our goals, towards our vision. And if we haven't made a lot of progress in that area, there's usually a really good underlying reason as to why that may have happened that we need to sort out and work on rather than shaming ourselves and comparing ourselves with other people. So take a minute, take a piece of paper, think about each month and what you've accomplished in your business over time. And if you need to make some adjustments, now you have a realistic place to start from. But I almost of the opinion that when you do that exercise, you're going to go, wow, I did a lot more than I thought I did. And I need to stop comparing myself because this is where I am on my journey. That business owner is in a different place on their journey. So I'm perfectly good right where I am. Yeah, flipping that script and like like you said, taking that journey to see and remind yourself of all of the progress you've made over the years, over the year, that's huge because a lot of times we're caught up in the now and we forget that this has been, I mean, we've had a whole full year behind us. You know, this has been a crazy mm-hmm. time and we have managed, how many clients have you served? You know, how many programs have you worked and put out there and new products? And I mean, if you just really think about the events that you attended and all of those things that are part of your business, like, I think that's a pretty powerful exercise to do. It is. And it also shows you how many times things go right. So, you know, versus how many times things go wrong. We tend to live in doom and gloom and drama. And the reality is, is that things go right a lot. (laughs) So let's, let's concentrate on when they go right. Not when they go wrong and when we're like those little pieces, not even mistakes, those things, times when they go wrong, let it go. That's not anything personally I want to stay attached to. I want to stay attached to when things go right and when they go right for my business at the right moment, right where I'm at. Okay, so are we ready to move on to learning how to analyze that distraction? Absolutely. I think we've already started that a little bit. Yeah, we've mentioned it a few times. Yeah, I knew we mentioned it a couple of times. So I knew talking a little bit about the social media, just coming back to that again, just reminding folks that when you're following other businesses online and other businesses that are in your sector of the industry, realizing that just like the stuff that you post about, they're also posting their highlight reels. And that the reality of their business is who knows? It's either successful or it's not. Are they as busy as they say they are? Is it the right kind of busy? Are they following the dream that they and path that they've set for themselves? Who knows? If you can consider taking some social media breaks, unfollowing, muting people, doing all of those things, but spend some time really kind of analyzing what it is that you're seeing there and how does it affect you? Does it affect you at all? Probably not. I like to also rely on some of the trusted colleagues I have in the industry. I have a work group that I meet with Monday mornings. Shout out to those photographers. They're awesome. And we really keep ourselves on track. I have another work group on Friday mornings with Kim and Phyllis and we chat and it's a nice time to bounce these feelings and these thoughts. And I can't tell me you how many times I've seen a shiny object and thought maybe I need to do that in my business. And I'll sit down and I'll chat with 
my colleagues that are in the same industry, working their own businesses and throw this idea out there to them. And sometimes it's like, yes, do it. And other times it's like, well, how does this fit into your plan? You know, how does this fit into your goals? Or you know what? I saw something similar to that or I've done something like that and I wasn't successful. So having a trusted colleague set you straight, um, there's nothing wrong with that. And the last little piece that I would add to that is when in doubt, check in with a mentor or your business coach, someone that's an expert in the small business world and ask them, like, am I on the right path here? Am I getting am I getting sidetracked? Is this something that sounds like it's right for my business before you take that leap? Absolutely. It is so important, Kara, to remember that social media is an illusion most of the time. I mean, the things that people post on social media, they're very curated for the most part. As a matter of Mm -hmm. fact, I think all of the time it's curated. So you don't see the stuff that people don't want you to see because it's curated content. It's what you want to put out there into the world. And I often tell people as well, when when I'm working with them on building their business and building their confidence, you know, walk in the world like you own the business of your dreams, not like you're a startup who has two nickels to rub together and two clients to your name. You want to walk through the world like you are a successful business owner. And so you have to remember, you're not the only person that got that piece of advice. Everyone else on social media and out there in the world that is working towards being successful, they're walking as the person, hopefully, that they want to be, which elevates what the appearance is to you. And it can get really ugly in your head because you see them at the place that hopefully they want to be someday and you know where you are. So just remember, it is an illusion out there and it's not necessary for you to buy into that illusion every single time that you come across it. It's okay for you to just be where you are. And I personally believe in divine timing. Now, do I think you need to get off your butt and do the work? Absolutely. But I also believe that a lot of times there's divine timing involved and you stay the course. You will get into the right place where you need to be and stay on the course. That's my big piece of advice, Kara. Excellent. I love it. And then I just want to remind everyone that part of this journey when you do have some wins is to go ahead and take some time when you've done that activity where you've looked back at your year and you've seen everything that you've accomplished this year. Don't forget to reward yourself, okay? You've done some awesome, awesome stuff this year. Don't forget to give yourself little rewards each time you get there because honestly, I think sometimes just knowing that I'm going to have a successful business is not always enough. Sometimes to get through those little tasks, you need to be able to say to yourself, you know what, I'm going to stay the course. I'm going to really accomplish finishing up this, I don't know, ebook that I've been working on. I'm going to finish it before I jump into something new. And then my reward will be XXX, whatever that is for you. But don't forget to reward yourself for that. Absolutely. I love that. Okay, Kim, I think that's it for us today. Is there anything else we need to add before we wrap up today's episode? I don't. I think we've given some good pep talks today, Kara. So hopefully people are out there pepped up and ready to uh, conquer their FOMO, get out of the comparison trap, and really know how to get those distractions put where they need to be. All right. So just a reminder, this is the season of distraction. So thinking about how to stay on your path and focused as an entrepreneur 
beware of the business FOMO. Don't fall into the comparison trap. And don't forget to sit back and analyze that distraction. So thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, as always, let us know on social media at The Business Animal. If you don't mind, we'd love it if you guys would take a moment to rate and review wherever you choose to listen. We just are happy you guys are here. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Business Animal. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you learned something today, leave us a review. To learn more, find us at thebusinessanimal.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep your business well-trained with The Business Animal.